This is your arbitrary amount of episode podcast hosted by me, Nick Titular, Nick Flanagan. I'm uh, you've listened to the podcast, you know what I am. And if you haven't listened to the podcast, the only way to know who I am is by listening to old episodes. I've got you in a trap uh, of my own design. I'm gassy today. Um, not don't get gross. It's not from my butt. This is my mouth. It's full of gas, and I'm I'm trying to stop it. For a long time, I thought that uh, if you just do it in your mouth, nobody knows. But if you're close enough to someone and you do it in your mouth, they know. They they can tell. So that's just a little uh, mouth gas tips from me. Hashtag mouth gas. gas. Write the podcast at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. That's W-E-A-K-L-Y. I'd love to know what's on your mind. How are you doing? Is your brain feeling all right? Is your heart feeling all right? Do you get panic attacks? Do you get joy attacks? Both dangerous. And also, hey, patreon.com <laughs> slash Nick Flanagan. Nick Flanagan. Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. You really want to donate to it if you want me to live. So I'll give you things and also provide free content and you can donate. I need to pay for my Dropbox account. Those things aren't cheap. Anyway, uh, what can I tell you since I last saw you? I did that show. I did another show with AL Senior at the Transact. It was a smash hit, a hoot. People in Toronto who are listening to this, please come to these shows at the Transact. They're great. And sometimes there aren't enough people there to warrant uh, to warrant the amount of awesomeness that is going on. That makes sense. We're there doing our thing, busting our heinies, sweating, bleeding, being funny, playing instrumental guitar, and you're not there to enjoy it. So tell me why you don't go <laughs> weekly podcast at gmail.com it's time for a gratitude list by the way that's marty tops live playing keyboards behind me as i entertain you with yarns uh so uh here's my gratitude list um yeah, wait hang on one sec i made a note of this here it is okay i am grateful for that there are so many things in the world that relax and comfort me from television to photos of landmarks to a smooth stone in my pocket and running my fingers along it as my teacher tells me I've failed a grade. The smooth stone stops me from hyperventilating during that. Uh, the music of Verdi um, specific talk radio hosts. These all relax me, and there's just a, the sun, the summer sun. Um, easy math. <laughs> this is all stuff that relaxes me greatly, and I'm so happy it's in the world. Thank you. Grateful. Can we get a keyboard flourish for that? Yes. Right. Go grateful. Grateful. Grateful for the patience and understanding of those in my life. People like Marty Tops. I was quite late to meet him. And he accepted it. Right? Always. Always accept my... You know, I don't like that I'm not punctual at times. 
Um, but the fact that people are so nice about it just makes it that much easier for me so that I'm not, um, you ever see Shaft, the remake with, uh, Samuel L. Jackson? No. Well, is he late a lot? Uh, sounds like a loaded question. <laughs> uh, look, John Singleton direct, directed Shaft. Oh, that's sad. R.I.P. John Singleton. Yeah. Boys in the Hood. Blew my mind. But uh, Shaft is actually a movie that has some really, really strong early-ish performances from adult Christian Bale way past his, you know, young guy stuff. Because he was a kid actor. Christian Bale is the bad guy in Shaft. He's amazing in it. And Jeffrey Wright is like the second bad guy in Shaft. And there's a part where he's so mad that his brother has just been killed. And he's heading towards the police to get them. And he has a knife and he's just saying, I don't care. And he's stabbing himself with the knife (laughs) in the chest as he advances upon these people. And what I'm saying is if I did not have these relaxation things... um, I would uh, be stabbing myself in the chest like <laughs> Jeffrey Wright in that movie. So well, I'm glad you have those. No, thank you. Um, grateful for the patience and understanding of those in my life. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who really make an effort to be nice to me and I to them. And uh, thank you all of you from... People who listen to the podcast. Patreons. Not just Patreons, normal patrons. I only want to thank the people front and cash. People are like drag racing outside of this apartment, by the way. I'm recording this in a safe house of sorts. So you if can't it's, tell the location. Yeah. If it sounds a bit better uh, than usual, that's because I'm dealing with Marty Topps Class A1 rig. And if you want to go to martytoppsproduces.com... You won't find you, anything. You won't find anything. But you can check out a lot of his work at Marty Toss Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you want to hear him and uh, me and Danko Jones, there's an episode of the Danko Jones podcast oh, yeah, with yeah. us. And um, we don't have a lot. Oh, the last thing I'm grateful for is the cool spring air. Oh, yeah? You like that? I do. Do you? It's too cool. No, I like it. Yeah? Cool. It's good. It's good biking weather. You get those wet whips in your face. Yeah. But, yeah, it's wet. It's cold. I'm over it. I want to sweat. Yesterday was so wet and cold that I didn't really like it. Or two days ago. But yesterday was, I thought, perfect. The air felt fresh. And that cool air just whipped across my forehead. And I said, "Mm, yum. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) I feel that. No, it's true. Now, we've known each other some time. It's been a long... I bet we've known each other over 10 years. Very popular act, Marty Tops. Nick Flanagan, very popular act. Uh, Thank you. I feel like both of us wished that (laughs) to be more true than it is. Popular among our friends. (laughs) Yeah. Those who know. Oh, they really know. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, you've been invited to places as far away as Philadelphia to perform. Oh, boy. I think I begged them. <laughs> you don't need to uh, tell that to the people. <laughs> uh, however, um, you and I, we first used to host a show called Marty Top's House Party. Oh, yeah. I brought it back for two nights this year. And? 
It was a lot of fun. It was absolutely disgusting. Why? There, there was uh, who is nude? A uh, human butt. Uh, this is men. It's a genderless, uh, disembodied butt. I think we're, maybe we should explain what the show is. The show is like a just a crazy variety show where we book kind of anybody from comedians to bands to circus performers to just like Craigslist performers that advertise themselves. I didn't know that you booked even Craigslist people. Oh yeah, yeah. So we've had some walk out after they come and see what the show is and realize that everyone's gonna uh, laugh at their act. What is their What is their act? Sometimes. Um, I had a wedding singer walk out. Um, what was he gonna sing? Uh, that uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. It was something close to that. It was a It was a love song that was on his song list, and I requested that he sing it to my co-host, my DJ DJ T Bot, and. It, he thought it would be a love song to a woman or something. Mm-hmm. So he, we got in a big fight backstage during the show and he left. Wow. Was he older or younger? He was in his forties. I think here's my song. Oh, mio. That's all I know from that song. Maybe I could try a different one. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll bring some lyrics up and you can just do the music for it. This is going to be fun. But you keep talking while I'm figuring it out. Sure. Uh, yeah, I met you at House Party Show. I used to come to Laugh Sabbath all the time to watch before I started doing comedy. So when I started booking my own shows, you guys were kind of the only people that I knew to ask. And I think you were the first one. I think that was like this weird niche I occupied. And because news travels slow, I still <laughs> occupy sometimes where people are like, Nick's the only comic I know. Yeah, yeah. You were at the time. And uh, I was a big Best Show fan. I would hear you on Best Show. And so you coming and doing the show was a big deal for us. But wasn't that like 12 years ago or 13 oh, yeah. years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know I was doing Best Show stuff at that time. I think you were. I may have. Yeah. Because um, I heard you on there. And um, and then from there, I think you you were the first one to bring me into Laugh Sabbath. I said, "Look, this guy Marty talks. <laughs> he's doing this weird thing. It's cool." Back in the Rivoli days. The Rivoli days. Yeah. Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. Let's get some horns. You came along, and everything started into hum. Still, it's a real good bet. The best is yet to come. Best is yet to come and more, babe. Won't that be fine? <laughs> this is real jazz. We're playing in two different keys. You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Let me go to the last part now. The best is yet to come and won't, babe, won't it be fine? <laughs> The best is yet to come. Come the day you're mine. Come the day you're mine. And you're gonna be mine. So have you dealt with, like, mental health stuff? Personally? Yeah. Uh... I probably have some, but I haven't dealt with any. any you got of a deal. Nah, I'll pass. You can't. This isn't Jeopardy. <laughs> we got to get in deep. We got to cure it right now. 
Uh, well, you know what? I'm sure. I, I'm sure the problems exist within me, but I, I feel good. So I, all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's. I think it's because I nap every day. How long? Uh, usually just like thirty minutes. It's it oh, just completely refresher. Yeah, because I work. I work most mornings, and then I do things late at night. So How in much? the middle of the day, I'll nap. Get a new, brand new brain. What's your average sleep? Um, six to eight. It's pretty good. Did you bring a hair uh, regrowth formula here that I could spray on my head? <laughs> I'm gonna get rid of my beard, and I'll I'll give you some if you want. <laughs> you can't see Marty, but he has a huge Orson Welles beard. I don't think anyone's seen me like this. <laughs> I don't allow cameras when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I have my high quality streaming webcam going, taping it, but we're in an undisclosed location, so yeah, I can't. Yeah. And that's that's I'm gonna just do fun. another track. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick can't hear anything I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be made clear. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hang on. It's pretty sure and you started bringing me to Last Sabbath. And um and we both spiral to greatness from there. That's true. Yeah. Do you think that I feel like you're from an era of people that had the same idea at the same time, uh, not the same idea, but the same sort of absurd, somewhat complex in terms of the narrative of it, Mm -hmm. musical, sort of video based being important to it, uh, multimedia. There were a lot of people doing, who came up with this idea around the same time in the early to mid 2000s. You know, you, uh, there's obviously Tim and Eric are a huge uh, thing there. Uh, JP Inc. who's toured with Neil Hamburger and has been a part of the the Tim and Eric family as well. And And before uh, before them too, uh, Davey Force. What's Davey Force? Um, He used to be known as TV Sheriff. Um, oh, TV Sheriff. Yeah. I thought that was Doug Pound related TV Doug Sheriff. Doug Pound was like a part of the band, but Davey Force was the the video guy behind it. Like wow. Guy, yeah. And um, I've heard of TV Sheriff, but I don't know a ton. Tell when me. I, when I was in uh, university, I can't remember how I heard of him. I, probably through YouTube. I think something through, I was a big Devo fan. So probably something through Devo. And, JP uh, Inc. opened for Devo. I saw it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they did two shows in a row where they played Freedom of Choice and uh, I was at bo- I was at both of those shows. JP Inc. opened those. I don't remember that. I was at both shows, too. I think I was late to both of them because I bought scalper tickets to both. You had to go to those shows, though. I went to the first. I wasn't going to go to either, and I went to the first one, and I got a scalper ticket outside, and I went and I had a great time. I might have. Re- I don't think I ran into you there, but then I was like, ah, oh, they're playing Freedom of Choice. So I went back to that same scalper, and he just sold it to me at face value because oh. he remembered me from the night before. That's good. Yeah, but I missed the opening act both nights. Well, that's – it's more important that you know we open up. So tell me about TV Sheriff. TV Sheriff. Yeah, so Davey Force, um, when I was in university, I found his stuff online, and I bought a DVD of his and was obsessed with it. And it was kind of – he was kind of like a precursor to where Tim and Eric and all those kind of guys went. Mm. And it was amazing. Um and then um, years and years later, a good friend of mine ended up working with him. So I got to meet Davey, and he's a huge sweetheart and an incredibly talented maniac. So he's a big video editor then. So would you yeah. say, like, is that a big impact probably on Doug? 
it might have been parallel. I don't know. I've never met Doug, so it might have been like parallel thinking. Oh, I'd love. But weren't they working together? I think I never knew them back then. They were in a band together. Yeah, I think I think that was it. Yeah, because he's telling me he had this like video sequencer attached to a keyboard. And we do live sample, like video sampling. Some of this stuff, some of these guys who've done this stuff and are still on it, yeah. are still on, in popular things. I'm like, you find out years later they did, like, Doug Pound had stuff. He was involved with those G.I. Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, Eric Fensler stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, then you go back and there's that guy. Uh, what's his name? Um the dude who did uh, Tiny Fuppets and uh, Scott Gardner. Oh yeah, Scott Gardner. You know, I forgot about him. He's been doing. He's done so many interesting things. And uh, I used to think I was going to go down that route of just doing because I didn't know where I fit in. I went to film school and dropped out to do comedy, and I didn't know where I was going to fit in. So I started going down the video route because I had a bit of that kind of knowledge, and it was to my taste. Mm-hmm. And then. I don't know how I ended up switching to music. I think because it's easier <laughs> and I can do it by myself where I, with videos you need. Well, I needed other people to be involved. I got a JVC camcorder at home now, too. Oh, shit. And a fake GoPro. <laughs> Let's do a song. Okay. Welcome to my nightmare. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong A nocturnal vacation A necessary sedation You wanna feel at home cause you belong Welcome to my nightmare Look out Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm going to... This is an episode that will never see the light of day. Very well could going. be, yeah. <laughs> Problem is, I think that uh, it needs to be more... Um, you know, like I need to do the songs for longer mm-hmm. for it to be a problem. Isn't there like a law? Yeah, you got to do it for longer and we got to hear what each other are doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you say the lyrics to something mm-hmm. and then someone's not playing the music to that i yeah. don't know if that counts as like <laughs> copyright infringement true yeah i don't think it does what do you think of political correctness uh no comment i i i avoid it uh, have you ever been called out no no but the stuff that i do is is completely devoid of that is that even the right word devoid it it's completely separate from any political opinion because my stuff is um it's com- it's all personal. It's all this, well, it's it's character based, but it's personal. It just makes fun of myself, so I don't. I have no comments on the outside world, so I don't really worry about political correctness because I never talk about anything real. Were you ever hyper edgy? No, I put like nudity on stage and do gross stuff with food, but um, not in my opinions. I'm just like a. a pathetic guy trying to do his best what do you think of when people barf and then they eat up the barf i love that i think that's hot and horny do you think that culture like you know when they say we entered a parallel dimension when trump won or something mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about yeah i mean that slightly affected the show that tim and i tim gilbert and i were doing which was uh, not that he was elected but just the general 
political landscape because Tim and Tim Gilbert and I were doing a show called Human Life is Worthless for a couple of years, two, three years. Hosted by Tim Gilbert, who I have a, still have an episode of his in the can. Oh, will be out oh soon. wow. Um, and he played uh, Swipey the Troll. Yeah. And he wore like a creepy outfit. Yeah, had a creepy voice. And, and insulted uh, everybody. Yeah, he'd say the most horrific, disgusting things possible. And we would do a storyline through every every uh, show we did. And the stories usually ended up with either Swipey being sexually assaulted or us giving somebody AIDS as a prank or something like that. And at the time, it was funny because... This is eight months ago. No, it was longer <laughs> than that. Uh, but at the time, it was funny because the world was so nice. Everybody was nice. And we're like, oh, isn't it funny that we seem nice, but we're just the most horrible people? Uh, but now that everyone feels mad, it doesn't feel nice to to say horrible things. It's not funny to us anyway. Um, and also, Tim didn't like uh, that he had to bend over it hurt his back. And he also had to wear a bunch of outfits all the time, but he probably liked that part. I think he did, yeah. Yeah, um, well, that's cool. I like that. That's a good dodge. I like the way you dodged it there. <laughs> dodged the bullet. You know, we can't do like a supercharged interview tonight. No. This is like, we, what, what, what's, what are you working on these days? <laughs> We're working on, uh, I write a lot of my music with Adam Kemp, a good yeah. friend of mine. He, he went to film school with me and we dropped out together, bought some camera equipment, and all the video stuff was with him. And then when I started doing music, he started learning music production uh, to make my music not sound. That's so awesome. Um, but we've been working on trying a new direction with our, our music. But uh, hopefully it'll be out soonish. But I put an EP out in April. So it'll probably be a while before we put another full thing out. What's the name of your EP? It's called Seafood. It's uh, songs, jingles that I wrote for my uncle's seafood restaurant in sarnia um that closed down i'd love to hear a track so uh can we get some more music a one and a two and escobar season has returned it's been a long time it's been a long time coming looks like the death of me now but you know there's no turning back now this is what makes me this is what i am you can hate me now, but I won't stop now, cause I can't stop now. Brave hearts. You can hate me now, but I won't stop now, cause I can't stop now. You can hate me now, you can hate me now. Don't hate me, hate the money I see, clothes that I buy, ice that I wear, clothes that I try, close your eyes, picture me rolling, sixes, money folding, ladies, honeys that swollen, the riches, Nas getting ya, most critically acclaimed Pulitzer Prize winner, best storyteller, thug narrator, my style's greater, model dater, big threat to a lot of you haters, commentators, ring side by Try watching my paper. Almost a decade. Quite impressive. Most of the best is in the essence. Thank you. I'm Nas. Good night. I think that was the best one we did. I'm. I, that's the one I felt the most love. For, yeah. You know, I'm a guest in the culture, though. I want to make it clear. It did seem like those were your words. No, I'm a guest in the culture. Big fan of Nas. Nas. You call him Nas. Nas. You said Nas. Yeah, both work. Is that like his government name? 
I think his name is Nazir. Okay. What's your favorite rap? Hmm. I feel like I've fallen out of rap. But you can just go all the way back to the boom bop pity to the boom bop pity to boo. Now what I say is not a test. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you. Everybody wants to go to town. Some people like France. Other people like Singapore. Some people like France. And I come to you, and I come to me, and come to a good decision. You're going to buy this house for me? I'm going to sell this house to you. $400,000. Down payment's what I need. You got to pay the income tax. It's government's greed. Thank you. That was you. <laughs> that was me. So what's your rap? Um, I don't know. I feel like I really want to like Schoolboy Q, but I don't like his album. He just has a cool name. And a cool, like he does good verses. He's got a good flow. He's got a good voice. Uh, but his albums let me down so much. Black Hippie. You ever hear that mixtape? I did. I did like that. that I, like, I liked all those me, guys. That was what made me crazy for it. Yeah. J-Rock, that song by J-Rock, uh, Win, I tried to turn so many people onto it, but so many people don't like it. Is that the one that goes, I gotta win. Win, 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 win. I don't know. I, is it on his record? I heard uh, the his new record. one, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I, I think it's so good. It's just simple. Like It's like older. I don't know. This is a weird comparison, but... Who is the producer that was big with T.I. that did all the brass kind of production? Um, Lex Luger. No, I can't remember that guy. But it, it kind of reminded me of that because it's a lot of just like cheesy, like brass, like synth brass. I can't read my screen here. That's why I'm playing a lot of weird stuff. But it's like, like stuff like, like that kind of thing. I'll hear it later because yeah. yeah. I can't actually hear the music. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, um, look, I uh, like, I like, I don't know. I like all the the big people. Biggie. Yeah. Pac. I never, I never grew up with those two. I came to them later. I grew up with like Outkast and Fresh uh, Prince, Big no, Willie style. No, no. Summertime. I came to that I think later I could too. Beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> I ended up Nightmare really liking Big Street. Willie Style. Yeah, Nightmare on My Street, so good. You know who wrote big a lot of Big Willie Style? Nods. Really? He wrote Getting Jiggy with it. Nas, yeah, Nas's first album is one of the best albums, like beginning to end. Illmatic. Yeah. Where he goes, um, when I was 12, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. And then the song starts, because that song isn't actually on the album. Oh. That's from Live at the Barbecue. Oh. I, I'm weird with music. I listen to a lot of pop music mostly, but I don't pay attention to the lyrics. So even when I listen to rap, if it doesn't have good production to it, I kind of tune out. So like um, Slum Village was good. Like Jay Dilla production stuff was good. But yeah, so but it only, mostly I like him if he's combined with really exceptional rappers. Yeah. And that's why Slum Village for me, it's fine. Yeah. They're yeah. not like my favorite rappers. Yeah. But I, I end up listening more for production, even with pop. Like, I'm horrible at karaoke, and I'm essentially like a glorified karaoke singer for my live act. But I, I'm so bad at karaoke because I don't pay attention to what anyone's singing, really. I listen to the melodies, and I listen to, like, the vocal melodies, and I listen to the music. But what people are singing usually doesn't stick with me for whatever reason. 
so yeah i've listened to a lot of rap but not not a lot of it sticks what about Cohen? because of the lyrics thing Oh, I guess yeah, because that's what everybody likes about him. Yeah, <laughs> they're going like, there for the production. Like, he's like Marianne. Yeah, can you see me? Can you hear me? Do you know how much I love ya? Hey, I gotta go. Why? I gotta go to Island Foods. Bring her over here. No, <laughs> I gotta bring it over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I know how I can do. Nick's this. gotta hit Island Foods to be a good guy. Gotta be a good guy. And you are a good guy. You're doing a great job of being a good guy. Well, Marty Tops. Yes, sir. Thank you for doing the podcast. My pleasure. Oh, you got to come back. I feel like this is just half an interview. <laughs> yeah. I'll get a better setup here where you can hear the keyboards too. We're at Marty Tops' top secret safe house studio in the heart of the East End of Toronto, right by Broadview Street. I decided to give to it. Ah, no! <laughs> If you want to see me, just go to the Dairy Queen on Broadview. I'm there all the time. One does not just go to the Dairy Queen on Broadview. I love that Dairy. I love the Dairy Queen food. The Dairy Queen here is my favorite Dairy Queen in the city because everybody who works there hates working there and hates you for being there. And it's so much fun to be able to go to like the the center for summer and fun and youth and joy and everybody there just hates you they hate everything plus they have to turn the blizzard upside down they gotta turn it upside down and they're so mad that they have to do that and they're so mad at you for making them do it i get this fake blizzard down the street come on you gotta get the real no, thing it's better than the blizzard it's called twister you gotta i to try it, it. Well, we'll have what it is sometimes. it what is it it's too soft served tw twisted I don't know what it is. It's it's really good. It's a fake blizzard, and it's at this funnel cake store. Hmm. <laughs> it's near where I am at a lot. Huh. Well, folks, this has been Nick Flanagan Weekly. You can support the podcast. <laughs> Get on that Patreon. Nick Flanagan. Uh, do you want to say how much you like my comedy album? Um, I'm here all week. And? <laughs> I'm not allowed to say the name of that one. Wiped Privilege. <laughs> And you can find Marty at martytops.bandcamp.com or at facebook.com slash laugh sabbath. <laughs> Go it. check out those laugh sabbath shows. You're on them. You're on them. Sometimes. As much as you want. As much as I want. Ow. <laughs> All right. Perfect ending. Let's go. Nick just bashed his head on the windowsill. Remember, you're you're special. Me? No, the listener. Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly